Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. All right, I'm going to bring you something from Seneca, one of the Stoics. It says, the point is not to wish for these adversities, but for the virtue that makes adversities bearable. And by the way, I am sitting in my living room and I am purposefully choosing to record this while my three kids run around upstairs. My wife is a school teacher, so she had to go to uh, her central office to get a laptop that will allow her the capability to teach remotely to homeschool uh, her students that she's in charge of. But I'm choosing to do this because um, there's a little bit of adversity here. Uh, if you hear some noise and I maybe get maybe get interrupted here, um, y'all understand why, because this is our current situation for many families across the country and uh, across the world, actually. But here's what I want to talk about. The point is not to wish for these adversities. That's the first point. I mean, raise your hand if you wanted to be uh, in this current time, if you wanted to be quarantined. Raise your hand if you wanted to stand in line for those of you that have done so for hours at the grocery store, right? Or raise your hand if you wanted to uh, know of someone, unfortunately, who maybe is sick and maybe is not doing so well from this thing, right? And the answer is nobody, okay? Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. I mean, if this thing didn't exist, I think we would all be okay with that, right? Like if COVID-19 just never came around, we wouldn't go looking for it. But it is here. And, you know, one of the things that I've been reflecting on, this is just me personally, if you hold these views, great. But if you don't, you know, that that's fine too. Um, why am I a little bit surprised? And I'll admit, I've been a little bit surprised at some things that have happened, right? I'm surprised that this thing came about. I'm surprised that some of the decisions have been made and, and we're being held on such a tight leash by our local governments and federal governments. Um, I'm surprised sometimes by the behavior that I'm seeing from people uh, at the grocery store. Um, you know, I, I'm surprised by certain things. And what I have to ask myself, I'm, I'm surprised by, um, you know, the government response sometimes. And I have to ask myself, why? Mario, why are you surprised, right? Um, did you, I mean, is disease and illness something that uh, resides on this earth? And the answer is absolutely. People get sick, common cold, flu, bronchitis. Uh, you know, there's a, gosh, there's a lot of different health ailments that exist. Well, COVID-19 is just another one of those. Now, it may be more severe than some of the ones we've seen, but still, why am I a little bit thrown off by the fact that this thing is here, this thing spreads, it's highly contagious. I mean, some of the characteristics that it has, I've, I've seen them before. Um, you know, why am I surprised that maybe the government 
our government in the United States is, is maybe, you know, have conversations about them not acting the right way or acting quickly enough or doing the right things or whatever. Like, why am, why am I surprised that an organization as big as our federal government trying to take care of as many people as it's trying to is not the most efficient thing, uh, that exists, right? Like, wait a minute, I can't entertain the fact that the government is gonna, like I saw a post that, that the government is gonna let us down and, and it's put, being posted by people in the military because they're like, you know, they're, they're used to it, right? Because they're part of the government when they're, when they're in the military and thankful for their service, by the way. Um, so why, why not? Like I've seen examples of the inefficiency of the federal government or the local government even, which is smaller even than the federal government. Like I've seen, you know, this organization when I was a teacher in my quote unquote school, you know, government with the principal, superintendent and all that. Like, why am I surprised that like that's happening on the maybe federal or state level right now, right? Um, the behavior of people, you know, how they're going out and shopping every day and lines are really long and people are just tense and anxious and, you know, thinking that they're going to run out of stuff and, and those kinds of behaviors. Like, why am I surprised about that? Like, have I, have I never experienced, you know, anything like this? And, you know, living in Texas, when they say there might be some tornadoes and stuff like that, like there are some people that go out, not in the numbers that they are right now, but they go out and they hunker down and they buy a bunch of water and stuff like that. And, you know, living in Miami, I've been a part of some natural disasters that have happened out there with hurricanes and such. And I've seen this kind of behavior. Again, why am I surprised? Heck, being a mindset coach, I know that when people begin to think emotionally versus rationally and objectively, I know that these kinds of behaviors manifest themselves, behaviors that don't make any sense. So again, just kind of going back, like, why am I being caught off guard? Like, why didn't I start to think to myself and sit down and, and reflect and have some personal time to be self-aware of... Mario, this is, this is kind of normal, right? Now, COVID-19 is um, happening on a, on a larger scale, right? So it's, it's more in our face. It's, it's affecting more people than anything that's ever happened locally or regionally or what have you. So I get it. But at the same time, if we really think about this, folks, we've all faced some similar situations and circumstances in the in the past, right? If you've ever had the flu, I've got three kids, you know, so there's five of us in here. If you've ever had the flu run through your household, that's a, I know that's a very, 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 very small you living through like what COVID-19 is doing right now, where it's infecting people and people are getting sick, right? Like you've been through that before. Um, so that's, that's the first one is that, you know, these adversities, they're, they're going to, they're going to happen to us. They're, they're coming. And, and one of them is here right now. What we, I feel should spend some time doing during this time is do we have the virtue that, that allows us to bear these adversities? Like as we think about how we're behaving how we're thinking, like folks, we're making choices. 
as we think about these choices that we're making, these thoughts that we're thinking that are allowing us to feel a certain way, are those tied to virtue that is going to allow me to get through this? Now, all of us are going to get through this. We're going to see the other side of this. We're going to be okay. If the economy takes a ding, it'll be back. You know, people will return to health. Like we're, we're going to make it to the other side of this. But the point is not simply to get to the other side. Like the point is not simply to start off on one bank and swim across the river and make it to the other bank. The, the point is as you're swimming and you're in that river and that river may be raging, Right. Um, it may be a little bit scary. You may begin to doubt making it to the other side. Like I'm not saying that those things aren't going to happen during this ordeal that we currently find ourselves in, but while we're swimming, are we taking the time to think about and process how our response right now is maybe similar to or different than how we respond to things that happen on a smaller scale. I'll give you an example. Um, I have a little bit of a bad habit when my kids make a mess. So if we're having dinner and we're having rice, like that's a, that's a tough one because rice is messy and my kids eat and then they spill the rice all over the place, especially Lyndon being three years old, but she's acting like she's eight, but she's not ready to be eight. So like, she's trying to eat like brother and sister. And like, for example, like rice gets all over the place, very messy meal. And I get, I get anxious and stressed out about that. Right. I even have a little bit of a bad attitude. Right. Um, I'm aware of that in myself. So guess what? That small little incident happening at my dinner table in my home, that will be magnified greatly when we get a COVID-19. Because a COVID-19 is like spilling 55 tons of rice in my dining room, right? It's It has the potential to be a thing that is much bigger than just a little bit of grains of rice being spilled by my three-year-old daughter. And so if I know that about myself, then I'm purposefully trying to capture my thoughts as all this is happening, knowing that I have that tendency. So there are times when we need to be aware that we'll carry these emotions and sentiments and thoughts and perceptions into our response to COVID-19 and everything that's going on. But on the flip side of this, maybe there are some of you listening to that going, oh my gosh, Mario, you freak out about rice being spilled? Because like my wife doesn't, for example, like she's the cooler head that prevails when that happens and we're all eating dinner and she goes, it's okay. It's only rice, you know, and then I have to apologize for being a jerk and, you know, um, so she has a different response, right? She doesn't freak out about that. So again, maybe I'm not saying she is, uh, but maybe if my wife was overreacting to COVID-19, becoming very anxious, becoming very stressed out, thinking irrationally and those kinds of things, then one of the things that she could do, maybe you're in this position, is say, wait a minute, why am I okay with a little bit of rice being spilled? 
Why is that not a big deal? Oh, because I could like get paper towels and clean it up and it's going to be all right. And then I get a sponge and I wipe off the table and it's, it's okay. It's not a huge deal. Okay. So why am I maybe overreacting to COVID-19 because I could be washing my hands and I could be, you know, practicing good sanitary habits and, you know, quarantining myself, staying inside, social distancing and all those kinds of things. And, you know, if I do those things, then I'm likely going to be okay. So again, I I mean, it, it gets difficult when we're dealing with people because I don't know where we all are at this moment and I don't know how we're reacting I would love to hear, by the way, like this is just a, a throw, you know, throwing this in there. I'd love to hear how you are reacting. And, and if I can help you in any way, I, I would love to serve you in that. But, but as we're doing that, like thinking about, okay, as I go about before COVID-19 even got here, like what kind of virtues did I have in place? How did I respond and react to smaller things that were happening in my life? Did I have a tendency to overreact to some of those things and, and get emotional and become irrational? And then looking at those and saying, why? What, why, why did I do that? Like, what was I not trusting? What was I not believing? Um, like, what was I not maybe seeing clearly, right? Because now, I mean, for a lot of us, it's like spilled rice or, you know, a little bit of spilled rice in the dining room or COVID-19, which one do you want? Like, I'll take the rice all day right? So it's like, okay, um, we realize that maybe with some of those places where we've overreacted, been irrational, been too emotional, oh my gosh, they were such a small thing, right? Um, They were such an inconsequential thing. Like for me, a bike race that didn't go well, and I'm sitting there like it's the biggest thing and overreacting and just getting emotional and all that kind of stuff versus the fact that like maybe some people around me are getting sick and maybe some people are even perishing, like big deal bike race. So there there's that maybe that we can kind of sort and sift through. But then there's also the other side of this, which is for some of us, we've expressed some virtues in certain situations where we've been totally cool and calm and collected and we've had the proper response to some kind of adversity. We've had the proper response to some kind of uncomfortable situation or circumstance. I mean, if you got laid off from work and you had a really good kind of outlook on that or didn't get a job and were rejected from a job and you had a really good response to that, like that was some adversity that you faced. And like, how did you handle that? And why did you handle it the way that you did? And then going, okay, cool. Is my kind of thought process, my perception, my response, can I make it similar when it comes to the coronavirus, when it comes to COVID-19? Can I do that? And the answer is absolutely yes, you can. That, that's the answer. But I'm going to end with this, and I'll probably say this several times. Well, depending on how long this thing sticks around for, but you know, uh, I'm probably going to hopefully, I hope I remember to, to end all of the podcast episodes with uh, this sentiment right here. Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't said this in a long time on this podcast. We need to take back control of our minds. We need to take back control of our minds. All of us need to do that. Right now, what we've got going on is 
to some degree, all of us are allowing our minds to be controlled by the media or an, an expert that says something or a news article or a video or a press conference or something along those lines. We're giving, we're all giving a small piece of our minds or maybe a larger piece of our minds over to that. In other words, like the 100% of my brain, a percentage of that is being given over to these other things outside of me. You know, I don't know if I had to ballpark right now, I'm doing this off the cuff. Uh, I would say probably for me, the answer is probably 25% or so of my headspace is, is just mindlessly uh, a slave to what I can read on Facebook and what I get on Twitter and, you know, what I see on ABC news when the president gets up there and like what governor Abbott has to say, like that's, that's 25%. I'm just boom. Like I'm not even, I'm not even asking questions about that. And can I say that we need to make it a goal or I need to make it a goal to make that 25% zero? Maybe you're lower than 25%. Maybe you're higher than 25%. It doesn't really matter what your percentage is, but, but can I say that we need to make it lower? Can I say we need to make it practically zero if we can? Uh, because when we control our own minds, when we control our own thoughts, when we control our perceptions, then we're able to think and see more clearly. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't watch the press conference. That doesn't mean that I don't read the article on Facebook. I'm not saying that. So again, I mean, I've said this on every episode, you know, talking about coronavirus. Uh, I'm not saying that you just lock yourself up and don't stay informed and don't practice good hygiene. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is, is that when that information comes out and you look at that information and it's presented to you, that you still can turn the TV off or get off of that social media network or whatever. And you can still say, you know what? My thoughts and my perceptions are still mine. They're mine. I own them and I will choose whether I agree or disagree or choose to act on or think on that particular piece of information that was presented to me and not just mindlessly just saying, yep, got it. You told me what to do, so I'll do it. Or you told me what not to do, so I won't do it. And again, folks, this is where it gets difficult because I'm not saying to ignore sound medical advice. But at the same time, interacting with that and seeing how it's interacting with you on a deeper level, interacting with your virtue. All right, man, uh, I don't know. You guys let me know. I don't know if you guys are getting tired of hearing this stuff uh, because it's like, I, I'm seriously, guys, I'm seriously trying to come up with something else that I could talk about, but it's been really difficult for me to do that, quite honestly. It's been very difficult for me to think of anything other than, because I'm thinking about, the, I, I guess the problem with me in my profession with this business is it's based on mindset and and right now everybody's got covid-19 on their minds including myself and so it's the thing i feel like maybe it's the thing that would serve us the best to talk about but 
you guys let me know. Maybe you want to be distracted from it for a little while. Maybe you want me to talk about something else. I would love to do that. Uh, I would love to do that with you guys. So let me know. Shoot me a message on here and let me know. Uh, I'm also going to, uh, you know, get on Instagram and make that known that I would love to answer any and all questions there and um, probably do it on Facebook as well. So, but anyhow, I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, make some time for yourself, please invest in yourself um, during this time. Read a book, learn to do something new, get some exercise, you know, uh, something along those lines. Make an investment so that you don't go crazy being uh, quarantined wherever this may find you. All right, folks, y'all have a good one. Until next time.